Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Foley, and this is Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo is sponsored by the Center for Humane Living in Phoenix, Arizona, which has as its vision to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. My goal is to incorporate ancient wisdom acquired from a lifelong study of martial arts, formal business leadership and coaching training, and my life experiences as a maternal fetal medicine physician, husband, and father of three to explore strategies for living a happy and fulfilled life. My approach is to use eclectic storytelling to help with the discovery of universal truths that may be applicable to your life. Don't believe anything I say, however. Seek to discover it all for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. The next lesson is feathers and the wind, managing false narratives and rumors. As with most ancient wisdom stories, there's something to be learned about them that may not be apparent to the eye. Listen to this story. There was a martial art master who lived in a small village and had been teaching martial arts to the village people and their children for over 25 years. He had created an incredible and impeccable identity of trust and value in that community as being someone to be looked up to, someone who passes on great character to families and children through the unique way of teaching martial arts. One day, the master was walking to the karate school, or the dojo, and on his way, he passed through the village. And as he passed through the village, he was uh, followed by a number of his students on their way to class as well. So as he passes by the fruit cart on the last turn, getting close to the dojo, he picks up a nice shiny apple from the fruit cart and keeps walking. He starts to eat the apple on the way and didn't stop to pay for it, just went on to the dojo. Two of his students saw this happen and they said, oh my goodness, did you see that the teacher just stole that apple? He took that apple and didn't pay for it and he went on and the storekeeper didn't even see him. Oh my goodness, we must tell our parents. So without saying anything to the, to the master at all during that class, they went home and they told their parents that they saw the master steal an apple from the apple fruit cart and not pay for it or even acknowledge it to the shopkeeper. The parents heard this and said, oh my goodness, I can't believe that we're sending you to a karate school to teach you about life and character for a thief is actually your teacher. Oh my goodness, we're gonna have to tell all the other students' parents and we have to do something about this. So these families got together and they decided that they're going to boycott the master's karate school. They all got together and said to the master, we have to pull all of our students out because you're a thief. And the master says, is that so? And without even listening or having dialogue with the master, they all pulled their students out of the school and passed on the message throughout the entirety of the village about how the master is a thief. Well, this of course, hit hard on the master's school, and he eventually had to close the school down because he didn't have enough students 
and not having enough students, he didn't have enough money to pay his rent. So, interestingly, as the storekeeper heard this message going through the entirety of the village, he spoke up and he says, wait, why do you think that the master is the thief? It says here that you think he stole fruit from my fruit cart. Well, that's not true. Not true at all, he said to the old village people. He said, the master and I have an agreement that at the end of every month, he pays me for the fruit that he takes on his way to school every morning. It's his morning breakfast. He usually grabs an apple or an orange off my fruit cart on his way into the dojo, and we count that as every day. And at the end of the month, he pays me. He's not a thief. He's an upstanding citizen. And I can't believe that you started this rumor about him being a thief without talking to either the master or me. Well, the townspeople felt really terrible about this. So they, they went to the master and they said, oh, my goodness, master, we're so sorry. We totally had the wrong perception of what happened. And we created a lot of harm for you. And we're sorry. We want to bring our students back to the school. What is it that we can do to help you repair what we've done to you? And we're so sorry. He says, well, I want all of you students to go home and take off your pillowcases, off your pillows. And I want you to walk through the entirety of this village and the outskirts and pick up every feather that you can find. And when you've done that, you meet me at 6 a.m. on the top of that nearby knoll on the top of the hill, and we'll have a conversation about what you could do to prevent the hurt that you've caused me. So that the students went far and wide and gathered every feather they could find, and they stuffed their pillowcases with them, and they all gathered at 6 a.m. at the top of the knoll following morning. And then the master said to them, okay, as the breeze picks up, I want you to empty your pillowcases into the air. And as the big breeze came, they all did that, and the feathers went all over in the air, far and wide, and the wind carried the feathers in every direction, and many of which could have never even been seen where they landed. At the conclusion of this process, he turns to the townspeople and the children, and he says, once you can gather every one of the feathers that you just released into the wind from the top of this knoll, then my reputation will be repaired. That's the story. It's called Feathers in the Wind. And it's a story about several important aspects of life. One, of course, the obvious one is, is that we often see things and don't understand truth. In fact, we have perceptions of what's happened. We have perceptions of people's intent without ever having a conversation with them. In fact, those perceptions become so ingrained in our brain that we often generate an emotion around that, something that we actually made up on our own without the truth. In this case, of course, they made up the whole story or narrative that the master was a thief. And indeed, if they would have sought out the truth and had conversations with the people involved, they would have stopped that negative narrative from perpetuating itself and doing so much harm. That negative rumor was released through the entire town, through all the townspeople. And actually, people start to believe what they hear. 
rumors, especially in our community of the internet, are really like feathers in the wind. They go far and wide and never can ever really be collected. They get perceived as irrevocable truths. And like the feathers, they can never be put back in the bag and people will believe them, however false or untrue they might be. So the message here is to be cautious, to be cautious of two things. One of them is, of course, the narratives that we write based on our own perception, our own framing of what we see. It's not always truth. Investigate it holistically. Look at it from all sides. Look at it what the ancients call a non-abiding mind or non-discriminating mind, which means that we look at it from every angle before we put a stake in the ground about what we believe is truth. And then before we release feathers in the wind or rumors to the environment, as simple as just starting something on a Facebook account or LinkedIn or some sort of social media, Twitter. Once we do that, it's releasing it feathers into cyberspace and they cannot be retrieved. And people will look at those and create false narratives, false emotion about what's happening. Just look at all the things that are written about the vaccination process with COVID or the candidates for president or what's said on the news. We tend to put our stake in the ground and believe it's truth. And we actually even perpetuate that by releasing our own feathers in the wind. So the message and the take-home message here is be cautious of the narratives that you create. Be cautious of releasing feathers in the wind. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. We hope the information shared perturbs new thinking about finding fulfillment and harmony in your lives. We hope to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. So feel free to share this podcast widely with members of your family, at work, and at school. If you find the information helpful, please subscribe so that further episodes are sent your direction.